burning, it's burning for you. Lance Bush is burning, it's burning for you. Welcome to another edition of Lens Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest for the week, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush. So I took a trip back to the homeland, to New Jersey, and I wanted to see some friends and, of course, get some diner food and pizza, stuff that I I miss all the time, and I, I had to do that, right? So I had to, of course, bring some stuff back, which made me having to go to the grocery store, and I had to go to uh, CVS. And the one thing that I noticed... Uh, was no bags at the grocery store. Like the Seinfeld soup Nazi would say, no bag for you. You come back one year. And, you know, it just, back in the day, the stores would, would ask you if you want paper or plastic. They'd give you the option, right? Now, you know, you're, it's like you get nothing. Good day, sir, right? So it's kind of um, apparently a thing now in New Jersey where you, since no, uh, May the 4th of 2022, uh, New Jersey retail stores and grocery stores and food service businesses may not provide or sell single-use plastic carry-out bags and, and polystyrene foam food products. Say that 10 times fast. Um, single-use paper carry-out bags are allowed to be provided or sold, except, listen to this, except if, you, if, the, if it's equal to or larger than 2,500 square feet, uh, which may only provide or sell carry-out reusable bags. Now, after November uh, 4th, they had plastic straws, which may be provided only at the request of the customer. So what is the deal with the paper bags? I didn't understand the paper bags. I actually thought paper bags were recyclable and they should be okay, right? But this is, this is a whole thing. Uh, non-grocery and retail stores can still provide paper bags, but there's a stipulation. A clothing retailer or a small bodega would be just fine to hand over your purchase in a paper bag, but large grocery stores, anything over 2,500 square feet, which is pretty much all of them, right? Uh, Anything, because normal stores, normal grocery stores are between 12,000 and 40,000 square feet. That means Trader Joe's, Wegmans, ShopRite, no longer allowed to have the bags. The New Jersey Food Council, a lobbying group for the grocery stores, specifically supported the inclusion of paper bag restrictions. So what do you do when you go to the grocery store? You've got to bring your own bags. Now, reusable or single use is just fine, but be prepared to buy one. Of course, they're going to charge you a reusable one at the register or carry out your purchase like I did without a bag, which is a pain in the neck as well, right? What what qualifies actually as a reusable bag? Now, this is kind of interesting. To be considered a reusable bag, the bag must have handles, right? Uh, They must be made of some kind of washable fabric. Now, listen to this. And it must withstand 125 uses and multiple washes. How they came up with that number, I have no idea. Uh, Anything made of plastic, regardless of thickness, is not considered reusable. Um, so get this, what happens if a store doesn't actually comply with this? Well, it's a stiff fine, as you would imagine. Uh, they get an initial warning and then they face a thousand dollar fine for the second offense and $5,000 for every offense after that. No wonder why they weren't giving you the bags. The money is supposed to go to the clean communities program fund used to pay, uh, litter pickup programs, graffiti cleanups and all of that convenience stores. You're in luck. Wawa and 7-Eleven, they cannot use single plastic bags, but they can give you the paper 
bags. Retail stores such as Target and Macy's, of course, cannot provide single-use plastic, but they can provide you with paper bags. So I'm sure you're asking out there, do any other states have a ban on paper bags? No. New Jersey's ban is unique in its restriction on paper. Now, New York had a plastic bag ban that went into effect in October, but they still allow for paper bags, and stores can charge for them as well. So why is this a thing? Lens Burning Bush is going to provide you with a little bit of education. Uh, Governor Phil Murphy signed legislation back in early November, one of the strictest plastic bans. In the law, the New Jersey legislator, they determined that it is no longer conscionable to permit the unfeathered use of a disposable or single-use plastic in the state. It cited the need for the state with 9 million residents, right, to minimize plastic pollution entering the ocean. What about the plastic bottles? I mean, I I have no idea. It's just one more thing uh, to worry about. So now you have one more thing to remember every time you go to the grocery store. Don't forget your bags. With that being said, it's time to bring on my guest for the week. He is a seven-time Emmy-winning broadcaster. He's even played a doctor on television. He's also served as PIX11 morning co-host with Sukanya Christian in New York, as well as the 5 and 10 news anchor and main sports anchor. And he continues to work as a commentator and studio host for WWE. He also co-hosts a great show, as easy for me to say, with Suki and Scott show and that is on all of the different platforms. Please welcome the very talented Mr. Scott Stanford. And Scott, I got to put you up on the on the big screen. Let me give you a little bit of applause, Scott Stanford, ladies and gentlemen. He's all in. <laughs> oh, the applause is over. Listen, in the words of Bill Murray and Stripes, Len Harvey, I got a party with you. <laughs> I love it. Yes, and with your Caddyshack in the background, oh, yeah. I got a Cinderella story. Hey, I tell you. Hey, I should have yelled too. <laughs> thousand bucks, you missed that putt. Hey, I have thousand, and I never slice, right? <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. There's no gambling at Bushwood. <laughs> and I uh, listen, Len. I heard you talking about this plastic bag oh. here in New Jersey, and I got to tell you, I was just talking about this the other day on our show. They're driving me nuts oh, with this thing. I know. For the last for the last thirty years. I had the system down where you get the plastic bag because I do the shopping in my house. I had the system down. I, I, I get the plastic bags. I get 10 of them. They, I wrap them around the fingers, Len, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and on all at once. All of a sudden, I got no bags. I got to go with the, the organic paper bags. Yeah. And, and every time I go to the supermarket, I forget to bring the bags, so I got to buy more. Of course. And then even, even when my wife puts them in my car and says, here, they're in your car so you can't forget the bags, I walk into the supermarket, no bags. I can't remember the bags. <laughs> I, I I can't either, and I wouldn't be. And and here I am. So I'm a I'm I'm a big fan of Stelladoro cookies. Okay, Love Swiss them. fudge sure, cookies, sure. right? Now they were originally in the Bronx. They they I think Kraft bought them, and now they only distribute them. They don't come. They, there's some stores that do carry them, like in Cincinnati area, but I can't get them. So what I did is I went into Shoprite. And I picked up uh, some some rolls because you can't get hard rolls in Kentucky either. Go ahead, go right? ahead. Right, so we had to do that. So I got the rolls. I'm I'm grabbing that, and I grabbed the citrus cookies. You should see me carrying this stuff out of there with no bag. I mean, Len, you yeah. got to roll it up in your shirt. You got to put it in your shirt and walk out. You can't do the gallon of milk no, in your shirt. No, though. it takes up the whole thing. Uh, but my my partner Sukanya yells at me every time I bring it up. She says you should have gotten rid of the plastic ten years ago, and so on and so forth and blah, blah, blah. 
here we are. We've got no bags. And what a pain in the butt that is. All right. So if they're going to do this, I've been saying this for years. Let's get the milk delivered again with the glass bottles. Yeah. Let, like, let, like, right? Let's go back to the old days in the 1950s with the milkmen, right? Sure. We, we'll do that and get rid of these damn, I want my Snapple in a glass bottle. Yeah. I don't want plastic anything. Get rid of all the plastic. I don't like yeah. plastic to begin with. But this is the is the you're starting, you know, it's a it's a it's a, the idea is good to get rid of plastic. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But what about the million water bottles? A plastic bag is your concern? I don't know. Glenn, it's it's something that's it's been sticking in my craw yeah. for the last and I went I didn't I didn't realize on the day they had, the ban went into effect. I didn't realize I ran into Wegmans, grabbed a couple things, went over to self-service because as Sebastian oh. Maniscalco likes yeah, to say, now that, I'm working. Yeah, now, now I'm, I'm working. working. Put a smock on. Stop paying me. Yeah. And I and I, I said, hey, where, where's all the bags? And they're like, oh, we don't have bags anymore. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have bags anymore? How am I going to get the stuff out? Well, you got to buy our bags. I said, no, no, not today, my friend. I'm not doing that today. So I had the cream cheese and the bagels and the juice, and, 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 I, and I got it all in my shirt. I took, I said to my wife, I said, what the hell is going on here? I got no, this has been my system for 30 years. I know. And I did an episode a a few months ago regarding the self checkout because I can't stand it. Here's my deal. When I go into Macy's, they put it, they used to put it in a bag for me. I spent $200 in groceries and now I got to bag my own stuff. And now I got to scan my own stuff. I'm sorry, but I'm out. I'm out. I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not doing it. And, and I just thought it was crazy that I couldn't couldn't get a bag. And the fact that they would sell you a bag, I think if you scan your own groceries, it should be part of the payment that you get a bag. How about that? There you go. Get the bag. No, it's 99 cents yeah, for the bag. Yeah, but you get it if you scan your own groceries. At least give you something, you know? It's, when the whole world is officially insane. It, it, it really is. With, I mean, the fact that you could have this is, is just... And I don't understand. Explain to me the paper situation, because I thought paper was recyclable. That's what you would think. Would they? But they got they got rid of the paper bags as well. Yeah. I, I don't know why. They, they, I don't know. It's crazy. I, I, that's the way of the world, and that's the way it's going to be. Between that and the gas prices, oh. you, know, you just uh, you, you, you you go insane now. That's why I started riding motorcycles. At least it has a smaller tank. You don't have to fill it up as much, yeah. right? It's like look at you, look <laughs> at you riding cycles. I huh? mean, I just started a couple of years ago. Well, it hasn't been um, as easy. As, not that I thought it would be. So when I was uh, a kid, my mom would not nah, allow no me. good. Okay. No dirt bikes no, for you. No dirt bikes, no mopeds. All, you, all your friends had them. Yep. You don't get one. I got nothing. Yeah. Same See, thing yeah. for me. I couldn't get anything. So what's funny is, so I turn, my, it was like um, 2020, September. We, wife and I decided, she she's always wanted to ride. Susan wanted to ride. And I was like, eh, you know. So we, we said, I had a friend of mine, my friend Odin goes ahead and he had an Indian, uh, a nice big uh, bagger bike. And that was the bike for me. I figured if I could be in my living room, just kind of, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A nice big bike in my living room. I thought it was going to be not easy, but I figured I brought pretty good hand-eye coordination. I could, I could handle this, right? So right. I started, I got, I, I went to Harley. I bought a, we bought a, a bike for me, a used bike. Cause originally we were just going to get one bike. Uh, and then I said, who's going to ride bitch? I, I, we couldn't figure that out. Right. So we decided, you know what? I'd like to be by myself. I like to ride by myself. So we decided to get, we got my wife a bike. I got a bike and I started riding it. It was okay. I took a class, had a big deal with the class and wound up getting, actually gotten a little injured in the class, believe it or not. Um, the last thing before I'm taking the test, 
He's like, you want me to take your test? I'll take your test. Um, so I took the test, and on the last exercise, I would have got my license and everything. I wound up, uh, you know, getting off the bike a little bit and landed on my elbow. And nice. sure enough, broken elbow, right? But was the funny thing about it is I told my mother the whole story, and I told her I bought a bike, and I told her this thing. She's like, that's wonderful, dear. Now she doesn't give a crap. She's 78. What the hell does she care, right? Right, she doesn't care. She doesn't care. I'm in my 50s, right? I, I she it. did her job already. You got born to be wild in your headsets yes. while you're oh, cruising. It's, um, <laughs> so it took us a while to get bikes that we could actually ride. So we it went through a couple of series of, of bikes and trading them in to find one that we really uh, like. I've got myself an Indian Scout 60, which I love. And my wife's got a Honda Rebel 500 now. And my wow. son picked up riding. He's got a Harley Street Bob, and we can all ride if we want. My son's doing some military work now, so he's not around. But it is it is fun to – we went actually a weekend ago. We just went, like, got coffee and on the bikes because it's riding Beautiful. season now. So, yeah, Beautiful. look at me. So, from me to you, right? So, you're you're just doing everything. You're on P- PIX11. Listen, I, yeah. I thought I was doing everything until <laughs> I finally made it onto Lens Burning Bush. <laughs> I know. See, it, you know, it, that was the one thing missing from my life was uh, the burning book. Uh, it was. And you are the reason that we have a beautiful stream yard because you suggested Go this. Go ahead. And, and thank the you. audience. Go uh, ahead. Scott, Scott what, what happened was I was going to have you on a few months ago and you, you, we couldn't work out the time. Right. And it wasn't as easy to do. But I said I was using FaceTime. You said you should use StreamYard. I didn't even know what it was, but I looked at it. I tried it out and. Sure enough, video was born on Lens Burning Bush, although they prefer to, to listen to Lens Burning Bush <laughs> than have to see me. <laughs> That's the kind of thing. But anyway, you've got everything going on. You're, you're, you're Pix 11, you're Sports Egg, you do WWE, but you got this you know, great show, Suki and Scott. I've, I've watched it. It's, it's, it's funny. It's, there's music. I love yeah, the fact that everything. there's always music. So it's good. we well listen we you know Suki and I were, were you know we were burning it up speaking of burning bush <laughs> on on uh, you know on Pix Eleven uh, you know twenty sixteen twenty seventeen we were doing the morning show uh, and 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 you know a couple things happened Suki ended up going to Fox I stayed for a couple more years left in twenty nineteen uh, she was still at Fox and then she left Fox so the timing turned out to be perfect at that time about two and a half years ago. We started doing a show. The pandemic hit a week later, and and oddly enough, the pandemic was really a blessing for our show because we got together in a little studio to do a show once a week. The pandemic forced us to do it, just as you see now in this little studio uh, and Suki from her home, where we were doing it five days a week because we didn't have to leave and go anywhere, and it made it easy for us to get celebrities and performers to come on the show and be guests because they didn't have to leave and go anywhere. So we started off this nice little show, and one celebrity guest led to another, and 300 shows later, wow. and 700 guests later. Um, thank you. Thank you. I, gotta, I had to play that again. I, the fans are just going wild. Yeah. Where'd they go? <laughs> oh, wait, 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 they're, back. they're back. There they are. Uh, uh, the, Oddly enough, that's the, uh, the that's the same applause Will Smith got when he yeah. won the Oscar. It's amazing. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, so seven hundred guests later, three hundred shows. We're still doing our show, but now we took it up another level where we where we took the show into the studio a couple of weeks ago. We shot a pilot 
for the Suki and Scott show with some celebrities and performers. Uh, and now the show we have, we're, we're taking the show out to market uh, to get ourselves onto a broadcast home, whether it's a cable network, a TV station, whatever it may be. Um, the show has been very well received. Everybody seems to love it. It's always been a nice little safe space to come for, you know, like this show for laughs and fun and, and music and dance and comedy. Um, we don't talk about anything that's in the outside world. It's our own little bubble for an hour and a half. Um, and our audience across the country and a lot of times across the world, people from all over the place. Um, it's just a nice little community that we developed. Uh, so, you know, we shoot the show on Facebook Live first. And then I take it and I send it out to all of our different streaming partners. Um, but the Facebook Live show is fun because it, it gives our viewers a chance to interact with our celebrities and our performers. They talk to each other. Everybody's friends with each other now. Uh, so it's a whole big community. And they talk amongst themselves while we're doing the show. And, uh, you know, we've had some of the biggest names in movies and music and performers We've had hundreds of, of, of uh, performers who you never heard of who are absolutely fantastic. Um, and it's just like I said, it's it's a place to come where we just we're goofy. We have fun. It's like hanging out with some friends. We sing, we dance, we tell jokes. And and like I said, it's just this this little bubble to get away from all the crappy daily news that you get bombarded with. Exactly. I heard they're bringing back Jersey Shore and MTV. Maybe they could put you guys on MTV, <laughs> right? That would be, right? They yeah, don't play right? videos anymore. They could play your nah, show. <laughs> no more, no more, no more bungles. Oh, no more bungles. Nothing. No, it's not the video anymore. kill the radio. <laughs> See the but same. it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been, it's just been so much fun. And, and listen that the, with the technology, right. Yeah. Um, how grateful is the broadcasting business that the technology was there through the pandemic to continue broadcasting? Imagine if this happened, you know, 30 years ago, uh, people are off the air. TV stations are off the air because nobody's coming in to do anything. No. And, and we had uh, I had Tina, uh, Christina Lang on. Uh, right. We talked about the days when she used to do a split shift with Metro and she would actually dial in from an ISDN line yep. in the 90s doing that and that yep. that was kind of like a big deal then you could work from home but now i mean you've got like we've got this video chat going here um we're not you we're you know Streamyard does a great job it gives us the the ability to to exactly to stream it wherever you want that's and, it and and you know i'm on youtube and facebook live and twitter now among the many uh things and it's kind of it's kind of led to all this stuff and you you mentioned celebrity guests. I mean, I'm not getting the the, the guests like you, but I got uh, Sarah Halstead, a comedian, was on last week, and we've had Tanya Memi on. I've had some local, uh, you know, Cincinnati uh, news anchors on, and it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun for me. I, I've been able to catch up with friends like you uh, every week. Just that, that's the therapy that I need. I you know between that and the motorcycles, I forget about everything else in the world. That's the yeah. one benefit. Like. What I noticed about the motorcycles even more than you would think was that when you're driving in a car, what happens? You're always rushing somewhere, right? You're like, Pretty you got to get there, right? And you're just like, you barely, you know, you're not even paying attention. You're just doing whatever. And you're in a car. Motorcycle, you got to pay attention. But I find that I'm never really in a rush because I'm just riding. You're just cruising. cruising. You're just cruising. I, I am just cruising. On down. Born to be <laughs> that, that is correct. And Get your motor running. Yeah, yeah, well, I know you got the those. Highway. You got those tunes in <laughs> yeah. your headphones. Oh, I know you. I yeah. got you. 
Yeah, no, it's it's a great thing, and I really enjoy it, and uh, it, it is something I never, if you'd have told me, you know, 20 years ago that I would do it, I'd never. I mean, that's just, yeah. it's not into it, but it's And, it's and you know fun. what's amazing about the technology is, you know, we've had people on, um, celebrities and actors or what have you, musicians from Australia, uh, you know, South Korea, wow. Singapore. I had a magician on from Singapore. Wow. Uh, another one out by the Indian Ocean. And the, the quality of the picture is just as good as it is with with you and me right here. Yeah, because it's just using your it's, internet connection. It's a, it's, in, it's insane, but it's, it's fantastic. And it's the technology was here at the right time for us to be able to utilize it uh, when people are, are a lot of folks working from remote. Directors are directing shows remotely from their yeah. homes. Uh, it's it's the technology is just insane. It is. And maybe one day you'll get a contract like Tom Brady got $375 million to be <laughs> yeah, on right. Fox, right? He's, uh, he's you know, he gets all this, becomes the highest paid broadcaster, but he's not even broadcasting. He's still playing, right? Right, I mean, right. It's, I mean, it's there. It's there when you when you're done, Tom. Yeah. And the crazy the craziest thing to me is. You know, everybody loves football is one of those national sports where it doesn't matter if your team's playing or not. You're going to watch games, right? Yeah. Not like baseball, which is really regional football. You're going to watch games, whether it's your team or not. And if the game's on CBS or the game's on NBC or the game's on Fox, whatever it is, ESPN, you don't do you really care who's doing the, the commentary at that point? Do you care yeah. who's giving you the analysis? I can't believe the amount of money they're throwing at the Joe Bucks of oh. the world and the Troy Aikmans. Uh, you're going to turn it on to watch the game anyway. I know. Did you remember? And, and whether, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Right. No, I was going to say whether Aikman is there or or uh, who else, you know, one of the other guys, Al Michaels. I mean, they're all great, but I don't I don't care who's doing the announcing at that point. I'm just you, you're there to catch the football game. And I don't know. I don't understand why I'm not turning on the game because of Troy Aikman or Joe Buck. No. I'm turning on the game because of the two teams that are playing. So I don't. I I don't understand why it's necessary to give these guys so much money to do that. I don't know, but apparently Drew Brees didn't uh, get a good reception when he did the game, and they kicked him <laughs> off already. Right? Yeah, There's yeah. certain people that are not very good, and I think you know, Carlos Beltran is feeling that a little bit on the Yes Network. I don't think he's getting it, and people are just like, you know what, this guy's not working out. And, you know, sometimes they got to part ways a little early. But, you know, you and I came from, you know, that. You you, you uh, remember the days of the New Jersey Red Dogs. Oh, Back baby, in the day. The new, they're traveling Arena. the country for $200 a show oh, going to P- Portland and Arizona oh. and Orlando, right? We went <laughs> all around. It was like Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere. <laughs> Man. We, my favorite city, we would go. I remember Tina and I would always be the ones, Tina Servasio would be the one, We'd get breakfast together. We always talk about yeah, that story, yeah. right? Tina was doing the yeah, sidelines. Yeah, she was doing the sidelines for that, and she's you know. But it's it was kind of funny. Albany, New York was a, a was Albany awesome. Was great yeah. rooftop bar. Do you remember those? Yeah, uh, Albany the Firebirds. Albany yeah. Firebirds. I think it was. Yeah. They played at the Pepsi Arena, yeah. and yeah. it was just you know everywhere out of New Jersey. Yeah, the, the arenas were pretty crowded for yes. the arena football, right? Orlando and Tampa. Those places were packed. Yes. And they had the girls in the hot tubs on the oh, sidelines. It was it was, it was wild, right? It, it was amazing. We went <laughs> to doing, Tampa. We went everywhere. Yeah, it, we're doing we're doing radio broadcasts that not, not it, a single person is listening no, to. 
But it was, it was fun though. It was just so much. Now I do high school football. I don't have obviously the. You're not gonna. You're not gonna have the uh, girls hanging out in the hot tub right, for high no school football. Tub. That's not what? a good thing. What? 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 <laughs> Apparently no. But, <laughs> but the arena days. What now? What do you think about bringing back the USFL now and playing the games? They see. I don't like that they're playing them. In Alabama, listen. Here's my New Jersey here's my, again. Here's my take on all that, Len. Um, you know, the XFL tried it, the Spring Football League tried it, the, where they were playing in Las Vegas. Yeah. USFL now, you look in these stadiums, not a soul in the in the stadium except for the people who the quarterback's wife and his mother. Um, the, these things are going to come and go. Um, the XFL is coming back. I know, I know the rock is involved in the new XFL. Um, but I just, I don't think it matters who is involved. You're never going to compete with the NFL. Not that they are, cause it's always in the spring, but I just feel like what the NFL is such a ride for people. And once the Super Bowl comes and goes, it's such a celebration, right? That Sunday is so, you're exhausted yeah. oh, by yeah. the time that Super Bowl's over. I just don't see people then in the start of baseball season and people are getting into spring training and everything else. And then not only that, you got, you know, March and April and May come around. You got the hockey playoffs start to roll, the the NBA playoffs start to roll. I just don't think spring football is going to cut it no matter who does it, what you call the league. The first week will always be good. People are going to tune in the curiosity factor and then the ratings drop right off. The, the networks don't make money, but for some reason they keep regurgitating these leagues, and it just does not work. It's just, and, and again, I don't, I don't think it's ever going to work because you're you're trying to duplicate such an amazing. The NFL is, is just a phenomenal juggernaut, and I just don't think trying to to emulate that with any league because you know what it is. You, there's no first of all, there's no emotional attachment to anybody in any of these leagues. No. Right, you, you don't have an emotional attachment to your team, regardless of if they're in your city. You don't have an emotional attachment to anybody who's playing in these games. Um, you know, once in a while, you'll have a, a, a you know Johnny Manziel pops up, um, but I just I just don't think any of them are going to be successful after week one. The Everybody only- brags about week one, yeah, right? Exactly. And then it's uh well the uh, the USFL is now down fifty percent from last week. Now they're down thirty. And I just I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. So. The only way it works is it the way the USFL worked in the day was they got top notch players that they signed for big money. Herschel Walker. Yo, Jim, yeah, yeah. That's the only way it works yeah. because I even said I turn on the USFL. I look at the players. I'm like, this is not. This is like watching. Uh, third-rate college football it's like not right. even it's not even that good I mean people like right. football they're going to watch it but you know you have to have a little vested interest like you said to do it and it's just it's amazing that you know we can find these USFL games on a major network and then mm-hmm. baseball you have to go to 75 different channels to find a playoff game you right. can't even find it on tv I, mean, I was, I'm, I'm telling you, Len, I was flipping through the other day. I think it was a Saturday or, or May, and, and I saw on maybe Fox or one of you, uh, you, uh, one of the USFL games yeah. and, and they're showing the, there's not a person in the stands. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, if there's nobody in the stands, who's watching this on television? Well, and it's just, you know, it's, it, it's, and listen, it to me, it's just, it, it's boring football because you don't know any of the names. 
And I just don't think, uh, listen, even Trump's USFL with the Herschel Walkers and the Doug Flutie's, You know, they had a good run, but even that couldn't sustain itself. No, because they they knew they couldn't compete with the NFL. You can right. you can never, like you said, compete with the the NFL and in any in any way. It's very right. difficult because NFL it's a marketing machine. I mean, they've got it set now where yeah. the day after the Super Bowl they're talking about the draft. Then when they get the draft done, now they're talking about when the schedule is being released. Of course. Training yeah, of course. And ESPN, that's all they're talking about all day long, who this one's going to play for. And, and yeah. the whole it's just constant. I like to have my seasons, you know. I like football, but I also like baseball. So, uh, But try watching baseball now. I mean, you got these apps. I mean, I watch it on the MLB app because I, I can get the Yankees here. Yeah. But, but, and the Mets. But I can't even get the Cincinnati Reds because my Dish Network doesn't carry Bally – Sports, Ballage, so yeah. yeah. So because of that, I have, um, I I go to the app and it says it's blacked out. Like I can't even pay for it, even if I wanted to to watch the Reds. And then they have games now that are on Apple TV and all these other places. I'm like, come <laughs> yeah. on, don't you're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, they're killing their own. They're killing their own. Sport <laughs> they really are. They don't know. All, you know, it's just all. And again, that's all due to the technology and and Wi-Fi. It's, you know, I always say, but, you know, with with the cell phones and the Internet and social media, it's all the best and worst invention ever. It is. Um, You know, it's 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 great and it's awful at the same time. Um, And it's just it's one of those things where, you know, the the Internet and and Wi-Fi is killing everything as we knew it, you know, growing up. And that's uh, just the way. And it's just going to, you know, it just gets worse from here. You know, imagine in five years what kind of things we're dealing with. It's going to uh-huh. be it's going to be insane. Um, but look, if I were you, I'd be every time I walked out on your streets, I'd be like, baby, if, if you ever, ever wonder, wonder I'd be singing whatever that. became of me. I'm living, I'm living on, on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati WKRP. I finally got to do that, Len, on Picks 11 when the Mets beat the Reds, beat the Reds on the last Saturday of the season to clinch the division. I think it was 2015 or so. And Kaidi Tong was anchoring the legendary Kaidi Tong. It was a Saturday night. I decided to go to Cincinnati for that game in case they clinched. We'd be there for the champagne. They won the game. We were there for the champagne. And and sure enough, when Kaidi threw to me on that 6 o'clock broadcast, I was out in the street. And how do you think I started, baby? You started it, baby. Kitey, if you've <laughs> ever won. Oh, forget it. It was great. I love it. It is a she's great, like, great Yeah, she, she's like, boy, who who thought you were going to do that? Oh, well, <laughs> she should have expected that. But, the, yeah. you know, it, it, it's fun stuff. I you know moving out, you know, it's one thing. It's like when you take – that's why it was great to come back to Jersey for a weekend just to kind of – you know, go back, sit at a diner. Right. How great is Like, you don't realize how good you have it when you could get to go to a diner every time. And we have Waffle House, which is good. I mean, if you yeah. ever watched, you know, Tin Cup, you know, yeah, Waffle, Waffle House is the place to go. But it, it is not the diner when you could go and have, you know, chicken parm on a hard roll with fries with gravy at any time of the night. You could have Taylor ham and egg on a, on a roll. I mean, you can't <laughs> find that here. They don't even know what Taylor yeah, ham yeah. is. You know, I mean, it's 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 just kind of crazy. There was a, a Sopranos uh, meme with Paulie going, you know, it's Paulie. called Taylor Ham. <laughs> That's what it's called. You know, anyway, it's just 
it's crazy but you know it's great to have you on it's been a long time since we we got to talk i'm glad that you are as successful as you are because you deserve it you're one of the you're one of the good guys you know Thank you, bud. You know what? Just what my, my motto is just, you know, working hard yeah. and, uh, you know, 24 hours a day, whatever I could do. And uh, that's what you got to do to stay relevant and stay busy and, um, you know, just keep going. Got to keep going. Exactly. And us radio guys and now television, you did the tele. I remember the one thing I thought you were going to do, and I think you would you would do well. I like the idea of it, too. I talked about this last week during the afternoon. We need forget about these stupid talk shows. We need a game show. We need to yes. we need to bring back like the gene rayburn type of match game i watch it on the buzzer network and i'm like this is you know i i love those type of shows you at least you learn something right right i mean these other shows you don't learn anything right (laughs) so i think we need you you were a game you did a game show on the radio i remember i used to i used to do game show radio with my brother at one time and that that's always the one thing i always wanted to do since i'm a kid i figured you know grow up watching price is right with bob barker Uh, who's cooler than him hanging out with three beautiful women every morning? Oh, uh, you know, D- Diane Parkinson and, uh, you know, the other two, yeah. Janice Dickinson, right? Yeah. Um, and Holly, I think, the redhead's yeah, name was The Holly. fact that you knew all those girls, it's a, Thank you. we know that that, that that is amazing. Good job. Thank you very much. Um, and Rod Roddy was the, Rod uh, Roddy. the announcer, right? Well, it was Rod Johnny was, Olsen at first, and then it was Johnny Rod Olsen Roddy. and yeah. Rod Roddy. Yeah. But um, yeah, I always wanted to be a game show host, and I still, I'm still hoping to get that done yeah. one of these days. Um, but we do a lot of game show stuff on our Suki and Scott show, which is fun. Yeah. Um, and again, the guests love that. They love when you quiz them on their own movies and all kinds of stuff. Um, but it's you know, it's great. It's just any anything you get to do. They always say, "What? What? What's the quote? Right? If you if you love what you do, you don't spend the day of doing yeah. any work. Nope. And and when I'm doing shows and and we're you know I'm a WWE or I'm doing this doing as long as you're on the air, it just makes you forget about all the little crap that you have going on in your life or any bills that you need to pay, and you're just focused on what's going on and nothing else is happening until that you know the red light goes off. That is so true, and that is awesome. Yeah. Um, I will put in the description the link to your uh, website uh, for the Suki and Scott show. We'll put that in uh, Lens Burning Bush description of the episode. Uh, we uh, You can like Lens Burning Bush on Facebook, at Lens Burning Bush, right? <laughs> I love that yeah. name, Lens Burning Bush. Yeah, Lens Burning Bush. You know, things that irritate me, and there's Scott, there's many, okay? Many, oh, just like man. these bags. All I, uh, You know what it reminded me of? Did you ever, there was a comedian... <laughs> Uh, I don't know if he's still around. Maybe you know he rests oh, in peace what, if he's what's not. What's his name? Barry Sobel. Barry. Oh yeah, Sobel. yeah. He's still around. Barry Sobel. Sure. All right. So he he used to do a, a bit, and I don't know if you remember this, but he used to he used to talk about being a a gate agent at like uh, an airline, and he right. would go. They would come up and you lost my bags. He goes, all I need are you and your bags. You know what they look like, and you can't find them. How it makes you think that I could find them, right? So I thought about the bags and that Barry Sobel routine. Cause, that is funny. Yeah, that, I all I need is you and your bags, right? But who knew that we'd need the bags, right? You need, yeah, yeah. We got we to go together, brother. We got to keep the bags in the trunk or something. Keep, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Well, I hope they don't do that here in Kentucky because uh, I'm, I'm not going to be very good. It's going to be one of those things where – I'll get very angry. You know what? You won't like me when I'm angry, right? You won't like no. me when I'm angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I love it. you can uh, watch this on YouTube and Facebook Live. You're watching, like, and subscribe on there. Listen on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. You can listen and watch all episodes now on LensBurningBush.com. 
right? I love it. Every, that, yeah, every yeah. time I hear, I, <laughs> every time I hear lens burning bush, I think of the Ten Commandments. Yes, Moses. Moses. How, how, who's your Messiah now? <laughs> yeah, who's, <laughs> well, Edward G. Your, Robinson. Yeah. Who's your idol now, saying? Hey, I know you remember this. Courageous Cat and Minute Mouse. Sure. The frog voice frog. was based on Edgar G. Robinson. Yeah, Mr. Frog, see, yeah. Yeah, Courageous, Courageous Cat and Minute Mouse, eh? <laughs> I used that to watch. I love that. That used to be on right after Magilla Gorilla. Yeah, that's right. Magilla Gorilla for sale. This <laughs> We've is the, got the, a gorilla, gorilla for sale. <laughs> <laughs> We're really going off the, off the ledge here. Ooh, but I, like I remember, like, I'm, that's the weird thing. Like, when um, I tell friends all the time. I have a certain niche for Jeopardy. I'm not like one of those that's going to run the table on a lot of stuff, but there yeah. is every every episode that we watch because we watch it. My 93 year old father lives with us, and my wife and I we watch wow. Jeopardy together. Okay, and we record it. If we're not home, we'll watch it another night, whatever. But what's kind of funny about it is that it, there isn't one episode where the two of them don't turn over when I answer something to go. How in the hell did you get that? I, I, I go, I have no idea. It's just, well, I talked about this with, uh, do you remember, uh, well, there was a Jeopardy question that said, this Bolero composer, blah, blah, blah. And I said, who is Ravel? And my wife yeah, goes, how the, you knew, did you know that? And, from and the movie 10. 10, absolutely. Bo Derek told me that the best song to make love to is yes, Ravel's Ravel. Bolero. <laughs> yes, and, and, Dudley, and that's how I know Dud- it. it I, Dudley Moore? Ex- I hate it when it happens. I raise calls. I'm fond of women. Anyway. Uh, but she, it's, was, she was smoking in that movie. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, you know, that was 1979, I believe, or 1980 was it? Such a great movie. It, it, it really was. But these are the things. I don't read, like I, but, but yet I know... You know, there's authors that I know and stuff like that just from, you know, or I, I, I'll know an opera. I'll say, who is, what is Rigoletto? And I know that from The Odd Couple. Right from The Odd Couple. <laughs> from that's The Odd right. Couple, right? See, television helps us, Scott. This Oscar, we... Oscar Matasoy. That's it. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. <laughs> Oscar. Uh, how about Happy and Peppy and Bursting happy with Love? Happy and Peppy and Bursting <laughs> with Love. J.P. Morgan. How about stumbling all around? Right, stumbling all around. around. Uh, and you got the guy with wah, wah, wah. <laughs> when you are stumbling. Uh, when you are, right? right. Yeah. And then Bob, Bobby Riggs bets Oscar that he yeah. can't type his name in 10 seconds or five seconds. <laughs> and he goes, Oscar Madison. Oh, I'll give you another shot. Oscar Madison. Oh, damn. And he couldn't get his name right. It was so funny. Oh, that is. That is. <laughs> That is just brilliant. I don't, you know, the uh, the fact that television. I grew up there. Do you remember the show on HBO? Uh, it was with uh, it was Martin Tupper was the character. Yeah, I know exactly what Dream you're talking on. about. Dream on. Where that he was was like he was me. always watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That he was, was me. always watching TV, yeah. and every situation he got into, you saw it as a TV show, yeah. a yes. clip, and it was really very well done. Wendy Malik was in that. Yes, and Wendy Brian, Malik, Brian Ben Ben. Brian Ben Ben. That's it. See, That's these are it. the thing. This is why, right? We could just go on and on with this useless information. Nobody knows Brian Ben Ben. <laughs> he's never been in anything else. No, he's never been anything else. I'll start playing my theme song, but it's go not, ahead, it's, baby. It's been, it's been tremendous. It's burning, it's burning for you like you it? Burning. Yeah, it's. Lens burning, it's burning, it's burning for you. 
and, the, and they did another song for me, Blue Jelly did, How Can We Sleep When Lens Bush is Burning. Oh, I love a little that, midnight oil. Yeah, look at you. You got that. But, oh, Scott, <laughs> uh, I could do this all day, but thank you for uh, coming on. Thanks, Glenn. Glad, thanks for uh, having me, uh, Good, Good to talk to you. Stay well, and we'll, we'll do this again. Now that you got me on StreamYard, I think I'm, I'm all good. Thanks to Scott Stanford. Thanks to my band, Blue Jelly, for uh, the great theme song. I'm Len Harvey. Be back with another episode of Lens Burning Bush next week. So long.